Boom. Longhorns with a big one. Kobe Black, defensive back, cornerback, really, out of Waco's Connolly High School, has committed to the Texas Longhorns, had a host of scholarship offers, Rod, from across the country. Get some of these uh, notes down. Six foot, 190 pounds. Uh, the on-three industry ranking, number four cornerback in the country, number 44 overall player in the country, number 10 player in the state of Texas. And guess what, Rod? He plays your position, cornerback. That's right. Uh, <laughs> former teammate, by the way, of not only Jelani McDonald, the, the true freshman at Texas, but also true freshman Trey Wisner, who played running back at Conley until he moved to DeSoto as a high school senior. Uh, Black uh, joins uh, the uh, Longhorns uh, with a big commitment on Wednesday uh, from his high school. Uh, Rod, you got a chance, and I asked you uh, specifically to watch film of him, not only mm -hmm. as a, a, a defensive back, but also as a wide receiver. Tell folks yeah. a little bit about what you saw for uh, for a guy with that at that position. Yeah, I love the fact that he's a wide receiver. That just shows you his overall athleticism. That means he's got ball skills. All right, so uh, he can put him in that ball hawk category because you know he's got the ball skills from playing wide receiver, uh, and I think that will translate for him. What I love about his game as a cornerback, though, what he, everybody projects him to be at the next level. And I, I do. I remember on social media, I actually saw him have to clarify that he's a cornerback and not a safety. Okay, some people were putting on his his profile that he was a safety. I think he probably could play any position in the secondary. But he's a he's patient at the line of scrimmage. Hard for young DBs to be patient at the line of scrimmage. Usually, uh, they're impatient. It affects their footwork. Uh, sometimes it affects you know their their hip uh, fluidity. There are a lot of things. Their their hand placement. When guys aren't patient at the line of scrimmage, he's patient. I think it's because he got a lot of confidence in his skill set. Uh, but that is something that helps him. Um, I think he because he's a natural press coverage corner. I think it naturally translates for him. Uh, he's also a guy that's got great instincts. Got quick feet. Uh, so I think his feet are really nice at the line of scrimmage too allows him to stay in front of defenders uh, that's really important to combine with the patience that's why i think he projects to be a really good uh press coverage corner at the line at the next level and that's what texas wants ideally texas wants both corners and we've been talking about this more because texas is trending that way last two games against oklahoma state and against texas tech texas played more press coverage on the field side and the boundary side than they played all year long. That is not a coincidence. I do think it may be game plan specific, but Sark is on record for saying they want to play press man coverage. All right. And I think that means both field and boundary. And there's a guy that I think can do it on the field or the boundary side. So I love his overall skill set. Got fluid hips too. Uh, you never really see his hips get locked up. Uh, you never really see him with lazy feet. Never see his feet stop moving. Just a really nice coverage corner that I think translates really well to the next level. Well, it's interesting because he's not the only uh, cornerback or defensive back commitment for the Longhorns right now. The Longhorns really have a good group. Uh, Santana Wilson, uh, Al mm -hmm. Wilson's son uh, out of Arizona, Wardell Mack down in uh, Louisiana, New Orleans in particular, also committed at this point. What do you think they're doing at defensive back right now that you really like with their recruiting class, Rod? Um, you know what? It's interesting because I think it depends on if, you know, some of these other guys come in. I think they're going for a little bit more versatility uh, with the D DBs they're bringing in. Derek Williams, I think is, it shows that, right? He's a guy that he's a safety, but he's got the skills and the feet and the hips of a cornerback. So they want coverage safety. I think they're going to prioritize coverage. 
I think that's a big part of what they they know going forward. They want their safeties and their corners both to be just kind of natural cover guys. I think that's what Derek Williams fits that. I think uh, Jordan Johnson Rubel fits that as well. I think they got him projected as a nickel, but he can play uh, safety as well. If you can play nickel and you're a safety, that means you can cover. Because if you can't trend, you can't go from playing safety to nickel if you can't cover. I do think it's it's programmed early or it's innate. I just think some guys, some guys, I could just cover. Like I was I'm a natural cover guy. That's the one thing I could do with the best of them. I could just flat out cover. Just give me a guy to cover, and I could do that. Ball skills, all that, that's different discussion. But I, I was a natural coverage guy, and I think there are some guys who have that innate ability. Kobe Black is one of those guys. I think Derek Williams, he's your best coverage safety as a freshman. He's one of those guys. I think that's what Texas is getting to. If they end up you know, bringing in some of these other uh, young DBs, I guarantee you they'll be top-notch coverage players in the secondary because that's what they want to prioritize. Even now we know what's the biggest issue for Texas in the secondary. You got some guys in your secondary who are good football players, but they're, they're, they're a liability at times in coverage. You can teach a lot of the other – you can teach a guy to be a better open field tackler. I think you can teach a guy to be able to run the alley correctly, take better angles to the football. Um, I think you can teach leverage. I think you can teach guys how to take on blocks with the right shoulder. I think those are all things you can sit down in the football classroom and learn. I think it's hard to teach a guy how to cover. I just think that's tough. I think that's, that's something a guy just naturally gets. I think it's I think it's easier to teach a guy some pass rushing moves. You can get better at those things, but I think there are some qualities for players that are just natural, innate qualities, and being a coverage guy is one of them, and that's what you got to look for. I think Texas, that's what they're looking for in their DBs coming uh, moving forward. Got it. And the, the, thing, the thing that I was writing down there, with, you said earlier about the versatility, you know, in, in what you're talking about there, Rod. Um, I think of, you mentioned Jordan Johnson Rebel, but Santana Wilson, Wardell Mack could be a guy that does the same sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're still after Xavier Fields to me, uh, the uh, young man yeah. out of McKinney. Run. Yes. These guys could all seemingly run too. They're, they're, and, and maybe that's part of coverage, so I shouldn't be surprised. But look, I mean, Ryan Watts is not the fastest cover guy, right? No. They're not just trying to get bigger and longer and more versatile. They're also trying to get more speed back there, right? Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games. Yep, totally agree. And it is a part of coverage, right? It's a, um, because yeah. in coverage, you get beat. You get beat. That's just the reality of it. And makeup speed is not is not a myth. It's a real thing. <laughs> uh, and some guys got that makeup speed and some guys don't. Um, and I, I do think you're right about that, Bobby. I think they want to prioritize coverage and overall athleticism, but speed comes with that. And I think for the versatility, I think is another data point that's also being considered in the evaluations. Because you look at a guy like, you know, Xavier Filsimi, you brought him up, right? I, I think he projects as a safety that could come down and play nickel for you. I think Derek Williams could also play nickel if you needed him to play nickel for you. Um, I, 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 want, I, I would predict, project, and Coach Aquino was big on the 5 tour DB. I would like, in my secondary, more safeties that I know could come down and play the nickel position. 
And it doesn't mean that you're going to become a three safety defense, but think about the flexibility when teams try to basically put you in a conundrum by going formation into the boundary, which is what te- teams do against Texas a lot. Uh, Oklahoma State did it a lot. Now, that was one of their concepts that worked a lot to try to free up uh, their slot receiver. Uh, his name escapes me right now. Uh, yes, to free him up, right? To try to, so he can find some way to get a matchup advantage. You go formation to boundary, you can isolate Texas safeties that way because sex, Texas doesn't like to travel their nickel back very often. Um, so they don't travel their nickel to the formation and boundary, which is most of your receivers in the boundary. So Jade Barron ends up a lot of times out of the play or playing that deep high field safety ends up as a safety anyway. But what if your, 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 your safeties were so versatile and they weren't liabilities in coverage. And if somebody wanted to go formation into the boundary, well, it didn't matter. You still got some of one of your best cover guys there to match up and your nickel is a safety anyway. So he naturally translates. He's not uncomfortable when you got to put him back there to end up playing safety, whether he has to be a run force defender or whether he has to defend the deep third or defend the deep quarter or the deep half. So I think that's what they're going. I they're not. Go, I don't think they're going to a three safety defense. But the versatility of being able to do that when teams try to put you in a bind, and I think that's something teams have been doing against Texas more and more because they do have some rigidity. Uh, in that back seven now with certain guys, right? Uh, Ryan Watts plays the boundary, just the boundary. No, only the boundary now. He's only going to go back and say, oh, oh, come on now. And now I think you have some rigidity and, you know, and I think they want to get away from that and have, hey, both our field and our boundary can play press. Um, you know, hey, our, our nickel can end up translating to be a safety if he needs to. And our safeties can be exposed in coverage because they're basically nickel backs that can come down and play man, too. So I think that's where they want to get in the back seven. They're not there yet, but I think they're getting there. Derek Williams is a big part of it. Malik Muhammad, Terrence Brooks, they're all parts of it. They got a few more pieces that we're talking about now that they're trying to acquire. All right. Uh, Kobe Black has committed to the University of Texas. Uh, he becomes the 21st commitment uh, for the Longhorns of this recruiting class, edging the Longhorns into uh, near the top five of the national recruiting rankings, according to the on three uh, consensus industry rankings. Uh, I would also say this. Uh, it is now seven days from National Signing Day. Uh, the Longhorns now have 14 guys who are going to be mid-year graduates and be wow. on campus come January. Uh, so just a ton of guys. I want to add also – uh, Kobe Black plays multiple sports, guys. Another thing that, uh, you know, we talk about quite a bit, but like Jelani McDonald played at basketball at, at uh, Conley, so, does, uh, so did Kobe. Uh, so you look at it, guys, and uh, the Longhorns pick up one of the nation's top 50 prospects overall, uh, and they're really starting to dominate at a program in Waco uh, that has, you know, turned out some pro- pro- players in the past. A lot of those players used to go to Waco High. Now, seemingly, they're all going to Waco Connolly, and so – uh, big pickup for Steve Sarkeesian, his staff, uh, for uh, Terry Joseph, uh, who made an in-home visit uh, with uh, uh, Kobe Black on Monday as well. All right, uh, Rod, I tell you what, this is a big one for Texas because you cannot you cannot get enough guys that can cover. That you is cannot. a fact to life and who have the ability to be physical at the same time when you're going into the SEC next year. And I think that that is really the bow on the – on the present, because if he can do both, all of a sudden you can play lighter boxes against a bigger team and cause problems. And so uh, we'll see how it goes. Uh, Kobe Black, big time pickup, dude. I know you loved his film when you first saw him, Rod. Uh, So I appreciate you coming on. All right, that's going to do it for uh, today's On Texas Football. Kobe Black, 
commits to the University of Texas. For Rod Babers, I'm Bobby Burton. Kobe, hook him. Hook him.